What's up, people? How you guys doing? Welcome to another episode of Market Watch. I'm Eric T. Jackson. He's Eddie Chinea, founder of 81 Capital LLC. In the building. What's Once up, brother? Again, what's going on, man? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. I, hey. I'm ready. I got a half day tomorrow and I'm done. Another day closer to the summer, man. Man. <laughs> Yeah, I remember as a kid, man, summer seemed like they lasted forever. Yeah. It's like, man, them two months are here and they're gone and boom, we're back at a new school year. You know what I mean? I figured that out, man. I don't think it was when I was in the job force, but in the private sector. But once I started teaching, it just didn't feel like the summers was long anymore, man. I'm like, what the hell? So I remember Christmas vacation seemed like it lasted forever. Like, oh, man, two weeks. It felt like three. Yeah, it felt like three weeks. To me, yeah, man. And now it's like, well, I tell my students all the time, like, yo, enjoy high school because when it's done, the years start flying by, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a week and a half, what it feels like. <laughs> so, today's show is, is gonna be about 10 assets that are making people rich. And, uh, guys, I want y'all to make sure y'all tune in. Uh, to these and, and maybe you can implement some of these things in, in your lives because uh, these assets are, are really driving people to become uh, millionaires, you know, multimillionaires, uh, you know, and have nest eggs for to leave their family for generations. So, you know, th these are some really good things that you need to pay attention to. Uh, let's start with a couple of things in, in financial news. Uh, what do you think about NVIDIA, bro, and, and uh, the rally that they they had today? Let me see. They, uh, they're crushing estimates, man. You know, they keep putting out more, more things, and with the AI craze that's going on right now, yeah. you know, I keep telling myself, yeah, I'm, gonna wait. I'm waiting on NVIDIA to come down. Yeah. Come down. I said that at 250. I said it at 260. I said 280. <laughs> it's not... <laughs> You know, 305, man, and it's, yeah, you know what I mean? It ends up closing it after hours. After I'm sorry, 380. Yeah, yeah, so it got up to like 391, but yeah, it's, it's back down to 380. Some guys been taking profits, <laughs> but it was almost at 400 today at, at its highest, but yeah, and that was, I read that was the highest it had, it, it's ever been. And, and, it's, uh, so, it's getting and, crazy, scary how, how they just keep performing, man. And I have, yeah, and I have uh, AMD, and it 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 sort of mirrors uh, Nvidia. And, yeah, and I, yeah. AMD is up like ten percent today too. Yeah, it was up a lot. It was up like twenty six, and I and I I uh, so I was I was pleasantly surprised because I don't check my stuff every day like I used to, but I did get on there today, and I was pleasantly surprised at that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and it had to do with. Uh, NVIDIA, uh, they're going to start manufacturing uh, more AI uh, chips for AI, and and there's a demand for that, and so it went it went crazy because of that, you know. Well, and again, I mean, again, you got to think when they report earnings, management gets a chance to speak, also, right? Yeah. So we start talking about, uh, you know, what what's coming to our future guidance. You know, what I mean, what's going on? What do they have coming on the pipeline? Right. I mean, yeah. they, they beat revenues by 670. Uh, I think they beat uh, 
GPS by 17 cents. You know, I mean, that gives people like, man, that's strong, yep. strong, solid beats, man. Yep. You know, and that happens. You know, people get their investment. Like yeah. I said, I'm looking for to come back down, man, hoping that, you know, we get a, a little bit of a reprieve in price here, man, so I can load up on some more shares. But yeah, you know, it's been. It's been going. So anybody that's out there, if you got it and you want to take some profit, you can never go both taking a profit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like it, it will a little bit, but it's going to be back at around 400 before too long. Uh, let's talk about uh, another story that I saw in the news today. Uh, Elon Musk is in the news. Uh, what else is new, right? Uh, <laughs> right. I saw an article where he, he bought this it's a tiny home for like $50,000. Like the square footage is like 370 something square foot, square feet. Yeah. You know, I've and, seen those things, man. Like, I think the name's possible. And I've yeah. seen they come, they kind of just stack these boxes up and then put together a home for you. They said they can put it together in about an hour. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and so there's becoming a market for that. A lot of people are, are or there, well, there's a waiting list of 170,000 for these uh, tiny homes. Uh, they're called what casitas or something like that. And, yeah. Uh, and I mean, so there's sense, affordable, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and there's a REIT, a real estate investment trust, that's buying them up. That's investing in, in these casitas, and because of that demand, and, and so you know that was just interesting. You know, well, you know, I find it like this, man. You think if you know people are like, oh man, I'd love to you know, buy a piece of land and then eventually put a house on it, but they're like, you know, what's it going to cost to build the house? Well, you go get a piece of land. You, you know, what I mean, you're out there in the middle of nowhere. You're off the grid, and you buy one yeah. of these things for fifty grand, man. Look at here. Yeah. You know, if you don't, you don't need, need room, you know what I mean, unless you're doing <laughs> it to, to host and to you know invite people over and everything. If you don't have, yeah, if, if, if it's just you, or maybe even just you and the girl, y'all could probably yeah. do it. If y'all have one or two kids, probably not. <laughs> yeah, I just want to be living on top of each other, man. I'm, and I'm, I'm good on that. <laughs> right, right. All right, man. Let's get into it. Uh, Ten assets that are making people rich. Asset number one. Stocks. Stocks are making people rich. And I grew up uh, wanting to be rich, not really knowing about stocks, though. And so once I figured out that this was one of the, one of the, the big proponents that propel wealth, I jumped right into it. And so, you know, uh, I'm on that, that bandwagon right now. I'm on that train. Uh, I know you've had a more extensive, a longer period uh, relationship with stocks. What do you think? Look, I know that investing is the key. You want to build, you know, generate, you know, generate excuse me, generational wealth. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta have some stuff, you know, that you're you, you gotta risk it to get the bits, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, yeah, stock people get afraid, man. Oh my god, it's risky. Well, everything is risky. You know what I mean? You can go into something like bonds and you know what I mean and, and be losing money. So but if you're really looking to generate that wealth, I man, yes, stocks and finding solid companies with you know good financials, right? Yeah. Companies gonna be around for a long time and and I mean, yeah, that, that's really a way. I mean, look at NVIDIA. You know what I mean? You go back and, and you look right. at NVIDIA and they were trading that. You got down at the, at the lows back when they were trading at you know, $100 a share. Yeah. Well, you just made $270, you know what I mean? Right. 
And if we're just, yeah, if we're just talking individual stocks, which number one it is, you know, you, you just, you want to pick the right ones for you. You know, everybody pick different stocks. If you want uh, higher risk stocks, you know, you can pick those. Or if you want stocks that sort of flow with the market, you can pick those as well. Uh, there's yeah, penny stocks. Market, there's yeah. marijuana <laughs> stocks. You know what I'm saying? You, uh, Dividend stocks. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So yep. you can find different ways to invest in stocks and 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 uh, make make money or, or in this case get rich. Let's look yeah, at it. Everybody well and you know and, and with individual stocks it's not easy to do it. Right? And right. Anything that you know we mentioned on here guys is we're not telling you go out and we're not telling you go and buy it. But you know just things that we look at and things that have performed well and, you know yep. you always do your due diligence but if, if you're really looking to make it unless you have another way you know your own business or you're in a private equity things of that sort. Yep. So to invest your, some of your money into the markets is, you know, it's not a bad idea. Absolutely. Number two, bonds. Bonds is a, is a is a good way to to get rich uh, because I think they're they're a lot less risky, uh, you know. And so I know my dad had a lot of bonds growing up, and, and he's old school, and he felt like. You know, instead of being risky, I'll just have my money grow slowly over time, and, and you know, you can still get rich that way. What do you think? You can. You just have to, you know, own different areas, right? Risk reward, right? Yeah. Low risk, probably low reward. So you know, you might find a bond that's paying you three, four, five percent. As long as you keep it up with inflation, yeah, you can do it. And it's probably more something for people that have a shorter time horizon, right, for their for their retirement. Yep. That want to start getting more to the conservative side of investing and might want to put more of their money into bonds. Right. Like to, you know, kind of preserve that stuff. So, but uh, it, it, there's ways to do it. And it's not just, you know, people think bonds. Don't just think in terms of U.S. government bonds, saving, savings bonds, right? The T right. bill, blah, blah, blah. Excuse me. There are corporate bonds you can buy also. Yep. Some of the corporate bonds, man, they, you know, they pay good dividends. Uh, well, I say dividends, you know, what, what they're paying back. Like a HTGC, I think it's Hercules Capital. Okay. So like a development company. Yep. And I, I guess they did a bond issuance. Yeah, they, they had a bond issuance, man. I think they're paying the first issuance was like for 2026 bonds at 2.6%. Uh, and it worked all the way, you know, the, the tiers all the way up to 2033, which paying like six and a quarter percent. Yeah. So, you know, you can get into bonds, corporate bonds, right? High yielding right. corporate bonds, which are going right. to pay more than the municipal state, right? Government bonds. Right. Again, with everything, I mean, there's always this risk with everything, right? Try to check the credit quality of the company. You don't just go and say, oh, you know, Kmart, I'm going to buy some of the bonds they're selling. Yeah, well, you ain't got money (laughs) from the Kmart bonds. Yeah, do your due diligence, man. Go through research. That's right. Don't just buy any old bond, just like you don't want to buy any old stock. Don't buy any old bond and do your research. Next up, real estate. That's another one of the uh, tenets of building wealth that I that I speak of, and and sure. so it, it's part of uh, you know a list of ten assets that are that are making people rich right now, and so uh, the, this real estate that we speak of is not REITs, it's not stocks, it's actual uh, property, houses, land, ownership, housing, multifamily, yes. Right. Yeah. 
you know, uh, investments, you know, maybe turn around, you flip them, right? Uh, problem with real estate right now, though, man, is just because, you know, what mortgage rates are at. Yeah. You know, with the with the mortgage man, I was down, rates started surging again up to, you know, almost 7%, I think, today. And So, um, really, this is how I feel out. about that. The, the, the rates only matter to people that borrow, you know, to regular folks that have to borrow money to, 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 to get real estate. If you have cash, the rates don't mean squat. You just pay the cash. Right. If you're going to pay cash, I'm a big proponent though that cash is king, man. So yeah. you look at some of these like private equity companies, which you know we'll talk about here in a minute, but you know, you're performing in the, just in a broad sense, you know, mm-hmm. private equity deals, they're going to limit the amount of cash, the equity they have to put up yeah. and, you know, get, you know, the leverage you know, meaning use more of it, you know, the bank's money. Right. So again, if I have right. the money to go out and buy something in cash, yeah, I'm going to buy it. But now am I using up my cash where I need to be fixing this thing up? Right. Is there going to be some kind of cost? Right. So I'm going to have to leave some right. kind of, you know, emergency fund. So, you know, the roof starts to leak, right. You got tenants and now, you know, the bathroom's going to get somebody out there to mm-hmm. fix it. Uh, so but, this is, and this is why I feel like, like like people with cash are, are winning right now in this in this climate because it's tough for uh the regular guy to to get a a loan that he likes because the rates are so high so people that 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 maybe sell real estate uh or just are flush with cash come in and swoop up the real estate that that even you can afford so it's like there's not really a, a lot of Good things out there, even well, if you, you know, you got the demand starting to slow, right? Because right. people with cash are buying it up. Yeah, well, demand's starting to slow with, with the market, you know, with rates going up, with mortgage rates, interest rates being you know, elevated. Mm-hmm. Plus, less people are seeking those mortgages, you know, if you're going to sit and wait and, you know, how long until rates come out. I talked to my wife about it today. Uh, you know, we would love to just sell a house, man, you know, and, and go buy something else. Mm-hmm. But it's like, why? I'm at a 2.625, man. I'm not mm-hmm. going to get a six and a half percent interest rate. You know what I mean? Yeah. So people are not out there buying. You got these people that now, right? So the market that has been, you know, hot, it was a seller's market. Well, now there's going to yeah. be more and more inventory will be purchased. Well, if right. there's more inventory and there aren't very many people that are borrowing, well, now you people that have cash have a little bit more leverage where they can come and say, hey, you know, you've been trying to sell this thing now for, you know, 180 days and it's old, man. And, you know, you want three fifty four, man. I'll give you three cash, right, or three hundred yeah. cash. You know, so, so having so cash, I talk yeah, to, you know, good. yeah. So I, I talked to maybe two, maybe three people today about uh, their homes and how they they are appraising them like double, simply to so they can increase their home taxes. You know, and and they they don't feel like they're having to fight those those appraisals because they don't feel like their homes are appraised fairly. You know, have you had to deal Look, with that? Yeah, and I'm trying to go the other way. I want the people to stop jacking up my taxes every year, man. Dang, it says value keeps going up every year. We got to stop. No, but, that, yeah, that's what they're doing. They're they're yeah, trying to go to court to stop that. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. stop. You know, over inflating my stuff. You know, now again, based on the market. Coming off of what was happening, you know, last year up until you know last year summertime when when the real estate market was hot, right? It was hot. Mm-hmm. It was hot. Well, these people that work for these, you know, tax companies, you know, they do their research too, and they, you know, so they're gonna say, "Look, we're gonna try to get every penny we can out of it." Now, right. on the flip side right. of that is, yeah, well, my taxes are going up. The fact that you know your your appraised value is always gonna come back higher than the assessed value, 
Yeah. As long as my assessment value continues to rise, I know that I'm going to be getting more money. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When it's time to, to sell this thing, people got to go get an appraisal. So right. I figured, look, at a modest, like a 4% appreciation every year. Yeah. Just come, you know, 11 year, eight years, my daughter graduates. Already. Already. And the highest bidder, you can have it. You can have it. Just bring me my money. So, and, and I'm asking you this. I haven't asked my, my friends this yet. This question just came to me. So, what is a red flag when, when you start appraising your, your house for a certain price? Is going up 30% in, in six months, or is that, that a red flag? Be, that there's yeah, that would be a red flag for sure. Yeah, 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 that would be a red flag. But, I mean, you know, Man, they're all based on the market, man, right? What's the demand out there? Is it a seller's market mm-hmm. or is it a buyer's market, right? Mm-hmm. Let you know how, how it's going to appreciate well. Yeah. You know, when there was limited, you know, inventory, you know, last year and the real estate market again was was on fire, it wasn't it wasn't uncommon to see like my house appreciated nine, ten, twelve percent last year. You know what I mean? Right. Not me personally, but you know, that's not out of the norm. Now somebody comes in trying to, you know, sell you this house for, you know, fifty percent more than what than what it's really gonna be appraised for, well then, you know. We're gonna get financed for whatever price is for. So right. yeah, cash you want to do it, or gotta go back to the negotiating tables and say, hey man, you know, something's gotta give here. So exactly, man. All right. Uh number four, very similar. REITs. So uh real estate investment trust. Uh it's uh ETF and it's actually uh stocks. It's an ETF that, that you can that actually has a lot of uh, you know real estate properties, and, and, and you just buy one stock, and and you can own a piece of that. Uh, what do you feel like about REITs as far as being an asset that can help you get rich? There's plenty of it. I mean, plenty of real estate investment trusts out there. I'll say this: mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. land. There ain't nobody building any more land, right? So yeah. properties and things of that sort, you know what I mean? It's never a bad deal. So again, especially when talking about diversifying portfolios, you know, yeah. afford to go out and buy an actual, you know, piece of real estate. Well, you know, invest in some, you know, some REITs, real estate trust. And I'll tell you this, man, there's some out there that are things that I wouldn't even have thought of, like containers, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's ones out there that are, that, you know, when you think real estate, when you think of, excuse me, Buildings, right? Homes, right? Investment properties. People think when they think real estate. Yep. But you know, companies like uh, CubeSmart, the uh, two right. mm-hmm. you know, and what do they yep. deal with? They're talking about like personal storage. Right. Yep. So, I mean, there's a bunch of them out there. Uh, you know, I, I, I personally am waiting to see. I'm, I'm excited to see what happens going into the summer or I guess coming out of the summer. What, like yeah. some of the hotel real estate yeah. investment products. Right. Some of yeah. those things are going to do. Now, the pandemic's over, you know? Right, right. So, so Cube what, is actually doing, man. They've got strong, strong profitability, man. Growth, yeah, you know, yeah. you know they, they, they do a, uh, a very good job. They've actually, uh, you know, just been performing well. So, I mean, if right. you're looking for real estate, don't just don't just limit your scope to housing mm-hmm. unless that's what you're truly into. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a bunch of other ones out there that, that can be just as profitable for you. Yeah, and I think I've I've sort of stayed away from REITs. I, I've dealt more with property, but I think I'll start I'll start probably uh, buying into REITs uh, more as I as I get older. You know, yeah, there's some good ones out there, man. That pay good dividends. You know what I mean? Yep. That's another so, benefit of a REIT. It pays dividends. 
Yeah, and they do their payouts, man. I mean, there's one Alpine uh, Income Property Trust. Mm-hmm. And I think they're doing something like 11%. I mean, the stock's wow. trading at $16. And I mean, they declared a, a 27 and a half cent, 28 cent dividend. I think they're number three out of 16, I think, in their industry. So oh, wow. 27 out of 178. Yeah, man. So a lot yeah. of them have, you know, this one actually right now looking, according to speaking out, I'm looking at Pine, P I N E, Alpine Income Property Trust. Mm-hmm. Um, by the authors of Seeking uh, Alpha, yep. considered a buy. Wall Street considers it a strong buy. Uh, and then their quants for Seeking Alpha also considered a buy. So um, I do have holdings in Alpine. So I'm not just saying, no, man, you know, buy Alpine or that, that I do own it. But, right. you know, it's the ones that we're talking about REITs and, you know, some things that have gotten very good, uh, you know, very good safety rating, or excuse me, dividend safety ratings, right? Their growth, their okay. yield. So I'm looking at that. Yeah, I tell everybody to go and dump a million dollars now. That's not what I'm saying. Yes, I do own it, but it's one that there's a reason why I own it, right? Just because they've gotten you know evaluation. Right, right. Number five, uh, businesses, and 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 this is like uh, owning your own business. Uh, uh, I feel like a lot of like right now. Uh, like we had been for 20 years pushing our youth to get a college degree, like college degree, graduate, then go work for the man, right? I feel like in the last three years, we've actually been allowing our youth to, to use their creativity, their individuality, their mind to sort of set their own way, their own path in life. And, and I, I can, I, I like how how that that's going, man? You know these these, these youth that they're very creative, man. They they and you can come up with a different business or, or ideas, and and that's the way that you can another way you can get rich, and, and it's a you know it's a good way, man. What do you think? Yeah, well, let me tell you this, man. It, there's nothing wrong with with starting a business, right? Everybody, you know, it's the ways to, to generate wealth, right? Residual income, other yeah. income streams. Right, side hustles, whatever. I mean, call it whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Right, so my wife started her LLC last year. Uh, also, uh, yeah. you know, after her, right, but uh, you know, it, it's just a way to find a way to bring in additional income, right? And if it's not, right. you, have to, you have to live off, man. That's money it could be put towards investing, could be put into savings. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Things that you can do with that. Um, and then again, if you don't have, you know, the biggest business acumen, you know, does that mean that you cannot be a side business person? Right. Just because you, right. you don't have a, a degree, you can't be successful in life. Right, right. So now there's so many ways to be creative and to actually apply talents and things that you're into. I mean, think about it like this. When you and I were growing up, how cool would it have been to say, man, man I'm going to be a video game. Uh, yeah. I want to get paid to play video games. A you tester. Yeah. 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 And at the time, I was like, man, nobody's making money doing that. You know what I mean? I remember I mean, hearing that. And now, dude, you, you cats play video games. They just play and stream it online. People watching, they're getting paid for it. So and I'm all watch for it. A lot. Game, yes. Look, Me get too, it how man. you live, bro. You know what I mean? Get it Absolutely. How you, you know how to go get yep. it, man. Go get it. Having a business. Yeah. Another way to income again. And, you know, I mean, think about somebody like Marshawn, Marshawn Lynch, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. they played in the NFL. But I think, if I'm not mistaken, he didn't spend any of his NFL salary. He just looked off his endorsement money. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? yep. So ways yep. to, to find residual income, man, uh, other streams of income, and, and uh, you can never go wrong with that, man. 
Right. There's places and, you can invest too, man, in private equity and stuff like that. That you know that right. they go through and invest in businesses. So there's if you can't start your own business, yeah. invest in businesses that buy other businesses, right? That invest in businesses. So You're right. And you, and you don't have to be a 25 or 30 year old millennial to to start your own business. You can be. Oh. Yeah, you can be older and, and, and start your own business or, you know, uh, just the same as you could be older and get a degree, right? You know, we see those stories. You can be older, start your own business, you know, and, and, and get rich, make money, make yourself a, a nice living, doing that type of thing as well. Uh, so businesses, number five. Number six, index funds. Buddy, what you, what do you guys say about index funds, man? So say this, there you know find some in the index where you know it's matched them. Right? So we'll look at something like VOO, it's Vanguard's S and P 500 ETF, right? Exchange rate on it's going to match the market. So market's yep. up, it's up, market's down, it's down, and you know it's a way to invest in the entire market without having to pick and choose individual stocks, right? So then right. I'm telling you guys, it's not easy to be a stock picker, man. You may get lucky, but the ones that are that, that are really good at it, because it's both an art and a science. So mm-hmm. if you're not good at it, that's okay. You can invest in, in these funds, you're right? In these ETFs that will track the S and P 500. But does I that make you good it. at it? If you say I'm gonna, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna invest in Vanguard, I'm gonna invest in the S and P 500 index funds, and I'm gonna let it ride. Am I a good investor? You're investing. You know what I mean? Especially if you, I mean, if you look and you see that the, you know, the VOO is is you know is a solid fund. Now there's plenty of S and P 500 funds that that may not do as well, uh-huh. right? But yeah. you know, I think it was David Swenson, man. He used to run the uh, the endowment for Yale, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Said that you can't put together five funds that will outperform VOO. Wow. Yeah. All I need to hear and, right there. You know what I mean? Uh, and again, yeah. there's out there. I mean, there's, there's a. FTY, which is the spider, right? Mm-hmm, SP hundred. Mm-hmm. So yep. but if you look at them, it's going to track the market. I mean, it's, uh, they're all basically the same. So right. if you don't want to have to decide what companies to pick and choose, invest in the index fund. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you invest in, uh, when you, you get into a little bit of trouble when you say, okay, I'm going to invest in Kathy Woods because she's the hot name right now on her ETF. Or I'm going to invest in uh, this oil and gas ETF because it's, it's it's the hot thing right now. Uh, you know, I mean, you want to diversify for sure. Uh, and, and, you know, Vanguard, VOO, those are the ones that are really, really diversified, you know. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I mean, and there's a bunch of them out there, but you also have VOOG, which is the Vanguard mm-hmm. S&P 500, and it's the growth mm-hmm. ETF, right? So if you're looking yeah. for a little more growth, so that might be you know, Already. Be a little more aggressive. Yeah. So invest in those com- grow, uh, growth companies. So. But there's plenty of them out there. Like I said, you go through mm-hmm. and you find out you know, what, what you like, what your flavor. Yeah. And, uh, but de- definitely index funds can help you get rich. Now, uh, this one right here, I think is a very important one that you know uh, we you really gotta pay attention to, or maybe uh, it's sort of you know it's specialized, but patents and trademarks, you know, like people can trademark almost anything. I don't think people realize that. Like me and my 
me and me and my uh one of my partners at work were just talking about Michael Buffer and how he trademarked the phrase, let's get ready to rumble. And he's made millions off of that. And, and and before I even knew that he had trademarked it, I didn't think it could be trademarked. I said, you can't trademark. Let's get ready to rumble. Anybody can say that. He trademarked it. But you can't get paid for it. Yeah, <laughs> you said all that you want. You said yeah. in the middle of church and yell out, "Let's get ready to rumble!" But if you get paid for it, yeah. You know I mean? So, yeah. yeah, I mean that that and his brother Bruce Buffer. Yeah, and his brother is another uh, one. See that that's outside of the box Why? thinking, right there. Yeah. What is his brother? What's his brother' catchphrase? Um, it's time. <laughs> fighting out of the blue corner. Oh, okay. That's his brother. He's yeah, intense. Yeah, yeah. UFC. Yeah, man. Yeah. So then, and then there's patents where, where, like, inventions. You invent something, you can have it patented, you know, yep. which is, you know, just like trademarking speech, you can invent. I mean, you can patent an invention. And, you know, and I say patents are probably, you know, mostly people dealing with uh, engineering and, and people that you know are able to do that but you you can invent something and maybe not even know you invented it but you know that's that's the way to go as well to help you get rich because once you patent something or once you trademark something if anybody wants to use any part of that you get paid for that and so well I know especially like in the prescription drug industry man you know you get drugs out there something like Vivex that yeah. is not there's no generic form of it yet. They still have their patent, I believe it runs out this year. And then you know, once that patent is done, now people start making generic forms of it. Yeah. But until the patent is done, you know, five inch, if you know if you're prescribed five inch, you're gonna get five inch, you're gonna take five inch and there's no generic form of it. So you're and I'm not sure yeah. But I I feel like seven years, ten years, something you know, for a patent and then after that you'll have a bunch of knockoffs. But yeah. You know, you when but you'll still you know get I want to say residuals even off the knockoffs, you know. But uh, yeah. patents and trademarks is a really good way of getting rich. Apparently, real real quick that there's yep. a uh, an article that came out January 10th here, and it says here hydrogen patents indicate a shift towards clean technologies such as electrolysis, according to a new joint study by you know whatever deal here. So the technology is motivated by climate change concerns accounted for nearly 80% of all patents related to hydrogen production in 2020. Wow. So again, I know nothing about the hydrogen industry or the energy, you know what I mean? I, but I don't, I don't even see that apparently there, apparently there is a move towards that stuff, right? More patents in the hydrogen clean technology. So yeah, you start hearing things like this and you, you know, you stumble upon an article and then you start doing uh-huh. some research on these companies that are into this stuff. And yeah, uh, yeah. Again, going back to investing in those stocks and your due diligence, man, you might end up finding a home run. Absolutely. Absolutely. Number eight, digital products. Now, uh, digital products are, uh, can you come out with this, bro? Uh, digital product, maybe uh, we're talking about oh, like products. A, like NFT? NFT, there you go. There you yeah, go. Like a non-fungible token. And again, yeah. 
if you ask me what all that stuff is, I have no idea. I, I don't understand how crypto I mean, works. I, mean, I understand yeah. the basics of it, but yeah. don't understand what's so special about an NFT. I have no idea. I don't either. All I know is that uh, Snoop Dogg made uh, Death Row Records uh, NFT and he sold like 7,000 of them and got like uh, $5 million or something. I don't know. But, you know, NFTs, they can make you rich. I know that. So, yeah. Uh, doing I'm, I'm waiting for all that stuff to come down to, man. I don't know if it's going to be a bubble that pops or it's going to be a crash or whatever. Yeah. But I don't understand what's so special about NFT. Like, it's just a crazy picture of a monk or some bright colors. You know what I mean? A cat with a turtle shell on. Like, I don't, I don't get. I, mean, I understand what they're talking about. You know, more of an evolution of fine art collecting. You know, I mean, digital right. art collecting. But right. Hell, yeah. Uh, every one deal that you have there, I can create the same thing. Yeah. And you can make. I'm not so sure exactly what it's about either. Yeah. Because things like that, I don't get what makes them valuable other than a demand for them. And, you know, if you don't have a demand for it, it shouldn't be really valuable. But I, I do know that in the death row uh, NFT, uh, Snoop Dogg had put a lot, so, so, some other things in there that were probably valuable to people in his lane. And, yeah, yeah. Instead of, yeah, instead of just the music. And it helped to sell those. But like I said, 7,000 of them, and he made millions of off of it and generally if you if you sell seven thousand albums you'll make seven thousand you know it's like that so the nft was that much was worth that much more than just an album you know what I'm Dude, saying? There's, a, there's this deal uh this nft here a video apparently by somebody by the name of people was auctioned mm-hmm. off at christie's ended up selling for like 69 million dollars like a 50 second video wow so then yeah so my question is what makes it that valuable Hey man, it's no different than you know. Somebody tells me, tell me right now, what's a Babe Ruth autograph baseball worth? What do you think? Yeah, so I know Babe Ruth. I would probably say at least a million dollars. Okay, so if somebody else comes and offers me seven million, that thing is worth seven billion. You know what I mean? Wow. Yeah. Whatever somebody's willing to pay for it, right? Exactly. Uh, like that. Whatever somebody's willing to pay for. It. So if you say, hey man, I give you ten bucks for that autograph Babe Ruth baseball. And somebody else says, no, I'll give you $10 million for it. Well, it just went from being worth $10 to $10 million. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So um, there's the, another one of a Gucci ghost that kind of wiggles like a little GIF or GIF, whatever. Yeah. And I mean, it was like 3600 bucks that it was sold for. Whoever created it ended up selling for 3600 And the person that currently owns it is asking for 16000 So, you know what I mean? $14,000 increase in price. Yeah. So the, the, the ink that it, the, the, <laughs> The software that that it was made with it isn't worth sixty. <laughs> so it's just uh, the software made it. Right now, I can create the same deal in Photoshop <laughs> and have it wiggle back and forth and do the same thing. I just don't understand what why people are. I don't understand. The, or how or how you yeah. could sell it for sixteen thousand, right? Or you would do it. Yeah. So that's I mean, my I thing. So, dip right now, and I can copy it. And, you know what I mean? And, and basically, that is my thing. How can we? How can uh, will knockoffs be made from NFTs as well? I, I imagine they, oh, they oh, can. Sure. Yeah. Oh, sure. But but are there rules oh, in place yeah. like like their patent laws and in trademark yeah, infringement? Sure on digital, you know, I mean, some yeah. form of digital protection. People. Yeah. 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 Dude, so going back to that video that sold for sixty nine million. Yeah. Listen to this. By the way, 
sold for fifteen thousand, or excuse me, fifteen million dollars more than Monet's painting Nymphaeus that sold in twenty fourteen. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, so I know Monet, and I, I know paint the painting world. Even though it's still unbelievable to me that a painting could be worth that millions like that, but I understand that. But the the NFT, the 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 the, the GIF that wiggles, those type of things, yeah, that's that's tough to understand. But digital products, guys, can make you rich. NFT. Yeah. Somebody sold a twenty for twenty thousand dollars a video clip of Logan Paul, which is a video that you could have just jumped on YouTube and also watched. Oh man, I'm behind. I need to start thinking of this. <laughs> so can I? I need to think of a, a NFT and, and get to work. <laughs> we had number nine, number nine, and this is this is a really good one. Uh, copyrights. Yeah. Copyrights, you know, uh, you can copyright uh, any any type of literature, you know. Uh, I mean, you, you can copyright books, uh, songs, Long lyrics. Yep, I always tell kids in my yeah. class, man, my coach, man, you know, I want to rap or I want to be a musical artist. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. make sure you date stamp. If you write some lyrics down, date stamp it. Yeah. So if anybody ever comes across, you can say, "No, nah, here's my stuff. I did. It's time and date stamp. You know what I mean? Yep. I can show it to you." Right. Yep. So, yeah. 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 That, that's the, copyrighted right away. Yep. So that's the, in lieu of of actually sending it off to Washington. Right. That that's that's the first thing you can do is make sure you have the time and date that that you created that. Right. And right. and then of course there are some poor man ways uh, of copyright material. You can mail it back to yourself and and things like that. And and don't open it. Right. Just have it unopened, but a copy. Because if you, you know, uh, or the original, and you keep a copy if you need it, that type of thing. But uh, copyrights can make you rich, right? Because people, because people want those videos that are copyrighted. Right? Yeah, beats when 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 beats are sampled, people ask for those those copyrights, and you got to pay for those copyrights to sample music, right? Yeah. To sample lyrics. Uh, just a little bit. Yeah. You might yeah. lose thirty seconds of a song. You might lose fifteen seconds of a song. It might end up yeah. costing two hundred fifty thousand, a million dollars. You know what I mean? Depending yeah, on especially yeah, yeah, depending on how big they, the artist is and how much right. they can afford to, act, or how much cachet they have, and, and they can. Want to use something for the Rolling Stones? Okay, it's going to cost you. Want to use a Michael Jackson song? It's going to cost you. You want to use the Beatles? Yeah, it's going to cost you. You want to use Eric Taylor Jackson's two hundred fifty dollars, baby? You can use it. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. It depends what kind of crunch you in. If you need it really quickly, or if you. So this is what happens in the music industry, and this is how people get got. So they want to, you know, like a lot of times when you're making music, you're just in the groove, right? You're sampling stuff. Yeah, you don't already use it. Radio loves it. It's already out there. I was like, you know what? Before we get sued, let's go get the copyright. Hey, you go to the publisher, right? Who owns the copyright? Hey, they say, you know what? Let me let me do some research. They find out this thing been playing on the radio for two weeks already. So you know, yeah. if you if you hadn't have put it out, they'd have charged you five thousand, right? It's already out there. It's Guess out. what they gonna charge you? Whatever they want. 
Whatever they want. <laughs> Whatever they want. You know, and it'll be way more than what it would have been if you hadn't put it out there first. That's just how it works. And, and too many times people fall victim to that. You know what I'm saying? But copyrights are a really good way of uh, getting rich. Let's look at number 10. Social media brands, baby. Yeah, audience and social media brands and audience, I guess, would be like podcasts, you know, radio, things like that. Social media, of course, is anything in any of the social media sites. But people have really uh, made their fortunes from... Yeah, social media brands first, right? I think audience brands and mainly with the podcast are they're making their money off of that now, but social media they've been making money off of that for years, I want to say. Influencers, man, it's crazy. Yeah. Again, going back to what we talked about, right? I want to play video games for a living. And now yeah. kids are there's nothing to watch a family on YouTube that you know means got you know five million followers and they make money just putting stuff out on you know what I mean just being a social media influencer. Yeah, that's it. I I just looked at a company, uh, Group Black. I think you know, Mac part of uh, uh, Shaq. I mean, a lot of these guys that are putting together, you know, I mean, putting together bids to to buy teams and stuff. I also saw, you know, like Clutch Sports, right? Rich Paul, long, uh, uh, long time LeBron James, childhood friend of LeBron James. Yeah. put together sports and now they're signing everybody and they're getting all these, you know, these, these college athletes and IL deals, you know, so yep. I mean, it's, it's, it's blowing up, man. Brand is everything, yeah. you know, before brand, yes, was important, right? Coca-Cola, Pepsi, those yeah. are brand names, right? Yeah. Yeah. And now you hear some things that are, are yes, brand names. They may not be high brand name, but I right. promise you they're just as powerful when it comes to brand. And, and this is the reason why uh, people like, and I'm not gonna bash the brother, but Ja Rule and and, and and people that do certain things in the public eye that that aren't acceptable, even if it's just being young and impetuous, he's hurting his brand. They hurt their brand. Like you're at at at, at a certain point when you're a brand, you got to start moving like a brand. You know, you've got to have people around you that won't allow you to mess up that brand, you know? Right. And you got to listen to them when they tell you. Yeah, and, 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 and have trust in the people, you know I mean? If you trust them enough to hire them, I'm just yeah. let your team do their job. And if they're telling you to, you know, John Morant, stay the hell out of trouble. Stop flashing guns, man. Hey, man. Ain't so, got that. I promise you, you ain't got to do it. Let me tell you this real quick. So the, <laughs> so the first time uh, John Morant, had the the gun on on uh, IG Live. Uh, people were saying that he's hanging around the wrong. He's hanging around the wrong people, right? They they influencing him the wrong way. Well, this, <laughs> the second time he had the the gun on IG Live, I heard some people say that that it, it, John Moran's friends need to stop hanging around him because he influencing them the wrong way. Yeah, do all that stuff, man. <laughs> look, I, look, I ain't judge anybody. It's not my job to judge anybody, but man, you yeah. got the opportunity of a lifetime right now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're doing what millions of kids, millions of people would love to do as far as playing in the NBA. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, 
don't take that for granted. You know what I mean? You're going to live your life and do whatever you want, y'all. Right. I ain't judging you for anything, baby, but, man, you got a lot of people that would kill to be in your shoes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah. And you feel like uh, you need that that gun for protection. That's fine. I'm all for it. I'm yeah. okay with that. I'm okay with that. That as well, but you don't. So you don't brandishing need... a firearm for no reason, just to yeah. show it, man. Yeah. You know, yeah. one of the that's deals true. that I've always liked about, you know, things I've said like about that says counterintuitive, but like about the mafia is that they didn't have to go around and, and tell people what they were doing, and they didn't have to go around right. and just blast guns. You know what I mean? Like it, it was understood. Yeah. Not to mention, yeah. I don't even want you to know that I got it on me. Right. Because if you right. come out here acting stupid, right? Part of my friends, would you seen that chart? Yeah. Walk around, find out, right? Yeah. And sometimes you gotta leave, right? And sometimes you gotta leave, you know, just look, you don't want this. It's not what you thought it was, you know what I mean? So I don't need anybody knowing that I have a you know a weapon on me. Anyway, long story short, job, just come on, man. Come on, dog. Yeah, yeah. And and, yeah. and I just said that to say that he's a brand and I wanted to start acting more like a brand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, not only that, but you got to think that, you know, you, you talk about tarnishing the brand, right? Tarnishing your own brand. Yeah. The name on the back of the jersey, the name yeah. on the front of that jersey, right? Now, the NBA, right? And you got to think about the, the opportunity that you, you know, you've been gifted with. Right. There are a lot of people that came before you, right? Yep. So, when you're tarnishing that brand, man, there's a lot of people that came before you that, you know, laid a lot of groundwork for that stuff that, you know. Right. You know, just out of respect for a lot of other people. But again, do you, baby, it's your life. Yeah. yeah. And John, if you're watching this, if you ever get a hold of this, man, please give me a call. Look me up on A1 Capital, man. And, you know, take your He'll set you up. He'll yeah, set you up. Time, man, and make sure that you know, if you do go on, you do want to continue to do things that, uh, that could be detrimental to your playing career, at least you got somebody, you know, you're managing your money, so, you know, managing your investments so you can live. Absolutely. Now the, uh, the 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 audience part of that uh, the 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 podcast that that are now uh, everybody seems to be doing one. And to be honest, like, and this is a this is a podcast as well, people. Let me, if y'all don't know, this is what this is too. We just uh, put, hey, we just put it out for the people to. They are fun. I, it's so many people doing them. I, I'm sure everybody is not making money. No, no, for sure. But they're fun to do. I enjoy they're doing absolutely it. Absolutely fun, and they they still reach a certain audience and and help the people that they help. You know, and and that's a great thing right there. And, and so, you know, uh, podcasts have really been growing, and I think they're only going to get bigger because now I find myself. Uh, watching and listening to podcasts more than I do. I don't hardly listen to the radio much anymore. Uh, it's podcasts. And and when I'm watching television, I'm watching a podcast while I'm watching television. It's that crucial. And they're not all my my own stuff. I watch other people's stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, I love, I love uh, uh, all the sport with uh, this dude, Barnes and Steven Jackson. Uh-huh. I don't know if you've ever seen that, man. Have you ever seen it? They had one with KD, and KD's talking about Michael Jordan on it, man. I heard yeah, it. If you get a chance to watch it, dude, go back and watch it. You can probably find it online somewhere, man. But uh -huh. All the Smoke, and they had one with KG. Oh, yeah, I've seen Michael. All the Smoke plenty of times. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah. Uh -huh. Matt Barnes and Steve Jackson, and I tell you, uh -huh. he did one. But they, oh, and I, uh, I thought 
So when Matt Bourne oh. was 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 uh, balling, I, I thought he was like a thug, man. But the boy got knowledge. He, he speaks real well. well uh, him and Stephen Jackson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They they played yeah. like they played tough. But well, yeah, they're supposed they, to. You remember? Look, you remember Malice of the Palace? <laughs> boy, Stephen Jackson was not playing. Though. That's the one you want not, on your side. You know what I mean? I mean right, that boy. Right. Going down. Yeah. If I'm with you, I'm all the way with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, Texas no, he did boy. that one with Garnett, man. And they, Garnett was talking about Mike, talking about Jordan, and all, oh, man. So yeah. my, I, I love Club Shay Shay, man. Shannon Sharp, just I love his podcast. I listen to watch that a lot, and you know that's a good one. But yeah, yeah, I, I love mine too. I watch uh, Market Watch every day. This is a great podcast, people. The greatest. But, the, the greatest, but audience and social media brands is another thing that that it's number ten because it's the newest, but it's the fastest growing. I want to say, and and it's it's helping a lot of people to get rich and to to do things that and, and one of the biggest is Country Wayne. You know, he just came out of nowhere with social media, and you know he's doing a lot of things right now because of it. Uh, I want to say a lot of people started on YouTube before I did, and I really wasn't understanding YouTube or how to make it work for you or use it the way I wanted to. But YouTube, you know, a lot of people came up off of YouTube, you know, and there was some other social media sites back in the day that people came up off of, like what, Vine and, you know, Vine, some other yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My you know? Yeah. <laughs> My face. Yeah. Face, yeah. So, so the social media. It's, it's brand. nice to see that again, people can be creative, use the talents that they have, man. And yeah, man. You can capitalize on that. I'm not mad at anybody for doing Right. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, if you found a niche, man, that's something that, that, that's good. You know what I mean? You can get people yeah. that sponsor and you got a good enough following, man. By all means, do you. Do go you. Yeah. yeah. Go get it, man. <laughs> get it. Yeah. Well, good job, man. Uh, I hope everybody, uh, you know, got something out of that, man, and, and, and go back and, and and check out one through ten, you know, if you need to, to so that you you can, uh, you know, write them down, you know, do what do do some of those or all of them, whatever, which ones work best for you. Uh, I want to say, you know, I'm I'm on probably like four of them maybe five right now, but, uh, uh, you know, you know, it, uh, they all help you to, to gain wealth and to get rich. Uh, let's move into, so that, you know, so I hope everybody got something great out of that. I wanted to talk about this to, to conclude today's show, my brother, cause I saw this on, uh, on a website and it was the, the, well, it, the, so it said the wealthiest billionaires, in each state but then like the first three or four states (laughs) the wealthiest people weren't even billionaires they were millionaires but i I don't want to go through yeah i'm not going through every state but i'm gonna go through like some important states or maybe some states that i like or important people that that are on there so 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 uh maybe you can if you can you can ask me a state that you want to check out if you haven't but i may not have it on here but so I thought about Alaska just because it's Alaska, right? Like, you know, who's the wealthiest billionaire in Alaska? And, and it turns out it, it's it's uh, a couple of guys named uh, Leonard Hyde, 
Jonathan uh, Rubini and family, 300 million. So, so and Alaska is huge land wise, but people wise, it's not a lot of people in Alaska, right? right? So, there's probably not a lot for you to get wealth from in Alaska. And these guys, I think, got their wealth from real estate in Alaska. And it's only 300 million. I say only 300 million because a lot of these other guys are billionaires. Uh, Florida is sort of a big state, so I wanted to know who that guy was. Uh, Thomas Petroff or Petroffi, 20 billion, 20.1 billion in Florida. Yeah, a Nevada. Oh, he's the founder and chairman of Interactive Brokers. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nevada, uh, Miriam Adelson, uh, 27.5 billion. She's, she's in the casinos, obviously. Yeah. Surprise. So I'm going to do Texas last, just so y'all know, Oregon, Phil Knight, well, I should have asked to see if you could have guessed. You probably could have though, because you you know. Well, Phil, been easy, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was an easy one. Phil Knight, forty-seven point three billion. Uh, he's uh, the founder, chairman of Nike. Uh, me and my girl recently watched the show Air on uh, Amazon Prime. It was good, bro. Uh, that's what I heard my someone watched it. The movie, yeah. man, he said it was very good. It was, man. I really enjoyed it. Uh, Arkansas. Who do you think? It's going to be the top oh, billionaire. It's got to be a Walton. It's got to be a Walton, right? So you're smart, yeah. man. Walmart, Jim, yeah. Jim Walton. Uh, Is that the son? I, it's probably, if it's not a grandson, yeah, it's a son. But, you know, he's at $66.2 billion, And he's a, a, a Walmart. You know what? <laughs> the youngest son. The youngest son of Walmart founder, Sam Walton. Oh, Jim Walton is? Okay. Yeah, so for the longest, all the children had the same amount of net worth. You know, I don't know if they've differed now. Maybe some people have sold off some stuff. But for the longest, I used to see four Walton children with the exact same amount, like thirty billion or whatever it was back then. But yeah, Jim Walton is at sixty six right now. Sixty six point two and his brother Rob. Oh, he has sixty five billion. Sixty five billion. Okay. Now we're at New York. Who do you think is the most richest person in New York, brother? In New York. Uh, a former mayor. It's got to be Bloomberg. Bloomberg, that's right. $82 billion. Gosh almighty. I, I was like, man, $82 billion? And it says that he's over Bloomberg, I guess, media company, but I didn't even know he was over there. I, but $82 billion, yeah. Like, wow. Uh, so then I wanted to know, this is just for me, Hawaii. So who's, what billionaire is in Hawaii? Uh, a guy named Larry Ellison. Oh, is it Oracle? Okay, because it, it said. Yeah, Oracle co-founder, yeah. It said technology. Okay, so he's yeah. the co-founder. Co-founder, chairman, chief technology officer. $106 billion. yeah. Yeah. All right, oh look at you, man. Until May. 90,000 acre island he bought nearly all of in 2012 for 300 million. 300 million. And that did that that didn't that didn't knock off the a dent in his uh net worth. 
<laughs> back 2012. Who knows what that 90,000 acres worth now was? Oof. Oh, yeah, boy. Yeah. Uh, California. Uh, you care to guess? Larry Page? Yeah. How'd you know? Who is Larry Page? I don't know Larry Page. Google co founder, man. Oh, is he? Yep. See, oh man, Larry Page, 111 billion, it, and it says technology. It doesn't have the company. That's why I didn't know who it was. Yeah, okay. billionaire. Wow. Google. Yeah, so I, I guess I could have guessed maybe a Google uh, co-founder or whatever, being in California. But so then, uh, this next one, you should be able to guess this one as well, Nebraska. Oh, that's my boy Buffett. <laughs> that's right. Uh, 118 billion. 118 billion for Warren Buffett. Uh, then we got one more state before we get to Texas. And you should be able to know this one too. Washington. State of Washington? Yeah, state of Washington. Ooh. So. Bezos? Is it Bezos? Yes. Yeah. I didn't know Amazon was was based out of Washington, but yeah, it's, it's uh -huh. Bezos. So that's the only way that people may not know is if you don't know where Amazon is based out of. You know, I, I only think Amazon. I only go with Bezos just because I knew. I mean, I knew that Amazon, you know, I mean, is a Washington-based company, and I always think when I think of Washington, I think of Starbucks. Okay, that's right. Yeah, and you know, I haven't I haven't named him yet. <laughs> So you like yeah. you gotta be on that somewhere, and so this next one or this last one, I didn't know was from Texas. Who do you think it is? Not from Texas. Or oh, I didn't know he was based in Texas, but maybe I should have. Maybe I did and just forgot. Go ahead. The one and only. <laughs> the one and only. The one and only. Mister Marshall himself. Well, I swear, people think that man's an alien. That dude is above average intelligence. I'll tell you this: Elon Musk. Uh -huh. And I don't know if he's reclaimed the world's richest man from the Arnold family, but you know, was worth like I don't know, two hundred nineteen billion, something like that. Yeah, two nineteen, absolutely, man. And uh, yeah, I don't know. No, I no, I want to say he's third, something like that, man. Yeah, you know, on the billionaire list. I want to say yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what. Uh, I'm not for sure, man. That's just what I I remember. You know, because you you remember uh, Tesla just went down quite a bit, man. It feels like he just lost a lot of his net net worth, like here recently. That whole Twitter deal, yeah, and having to sell off shares of Tesla to be able to buy it. No, after after that, like in the last week or two, he lost like two hundred billion, or no, not two hundred. He lost a lot in net worth uh, here recently. Uh, it might have been earnings. You know what I'm yeah, saying? it could have been just from the drop because yeah. it was trading at you know right two hundred like eight dollars a share and drop back down to the one fifties. But yeah, as far as but, billionaires, you got Bernard all uh, Bernard all not Arnold and family uh -huh. number one. Okay, That's that Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos in a third place, Larry Ellison in fourth place, fifth is Bill Gates, sixth Warren Buffett, Larry Page, Sergey Brin, wow. Steve Ballmer, oh a Microsoft guy. So where is Bill Gates? Where is Bill Gates? Uh, what what state is he based out of? Is it California? It just says here, United States. It doesn't say where. Yeah, because I would think. Let's but, see. You know, 
If he's California, he's going to be behind Larry Page anyway. Uh, yep. Yeah, if he's in California, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Behind Larry Page. Yeah. So. Oh, no. No, he's not. Bill Gates ahead of Larry Page. So why? But is he based out of California, though? I don't know if he's based out of California. Oh, okay. Yeah. And the other. Well, I looked at all 50 states and I didn't see Bill Gates on there. So he's behind one of these heavyweights, you know. Uh, so Elon Musk is based out of Austin. Uh, yeah, Tesla and SpaceX. Of, uh, yeah, based out of Giga factory. Yeah, yeah, you know, and, and between that and you know, and uh, SpaceX. Taking, taking advantage of these tax breaks, baby. Don't, I'm not mad at him. Not mad at that dude one bit at all. You know, I'm glad he's doing it. You know, creating jobs for people in Austin. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> bring jobs and bring uh, bring that money over here. Yeah, bring it back yeah. Well, no, uh, Ray Dalio out of uh, Connecticut. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I, I saw Connecticut. Yo, my boy Reg is on here. Uh, Reg, man. Uh, yeah, I think Buffett is, is still kicking out of uh, Nebraska. Yep. Uh, yeah, Nebraska. He, yeah, he's not out of Washington, but. Uh, Appreciate you being on here, dog. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, so those are the, the main ones that I wanted to hit. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. but appreciate everybody for watch, for uh, watching. Uh, you know, uh, 10 assets that are making people rich, man. Uh, make sure you, uh, you know, try and, try and uh, take advantage of, of one, two, three, a few of these things before you, uh, you know, and, you know, and I'm sure there's other things as well, but yeah, just, just saying like that. Any parting words, my brother? No, uh, I wanted to take a minute and recommend a little, maybe a little reading for people. Go ahead. Yeah, maybe it's a little light reading for you, man. There's a couple of good ones out there. But I've been listening to it's a, a dichotomy of leadership written by former Navy SEAL, uh, Jocko Willink, who also has a very good podcast. Man, if everyone listen to guys on, you know, on a different podcast, man. Uh, but the yeah. dichotomy of leadership written by Jocko Willink and Leif Babin. Uh, they also wrote Extreme Ownership. The dichotomy, so they, the dichotomy of leadership. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one, man. You know, they, they do a lot of, they apply all their Navy SEAL training uh, into the business, into business aspect, right? So take it into corporate America and be able to use some of the same things. Like one of the chapters I looked the other day was, you know, to be aggressive but not reckless. Absolutely. It's okay Absolutely. to have that aggressive mindset, but don't okay. do it at, a, you know, at the cost of being reckless. So anyway, that was a good one, man. I'm listening to right now, the, the uh, dichotomy of leadership, so. Good, 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 man. Uh, we could use that one. Uh, you got, uh, I know I'm putting you on the spot, man. You, you, you been thinking of any, any stock tips to get to people this week, or you want to say that for next show? You know, man, it, I'm waiting for the video to come down y'all. I, I really am. And every time I yeah. think like, oh man, maybe it'll bounce here and come back down a little bit, right? Yeah. A little bit, and it just continues to stay up on the run, on the run, mm-hmm. on the run. But, um, there are some ones out there. Uh, there's one, matter of fact, called uh, BX Blackstone. One that 
again, I own. I like it. Yep. 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 Me too. Kind of the private equity. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, very good. I mean, yeah, their dividend yield of 4.66% they pay almost $4 a year in dividends. Okay. Uh, so one that I like, uh, as far as a dividend safety, right? They're growing with, you know, they've been you know, very consistent trying to extend out, I guess, these loans to insurers and yeah. the insurer pay Blackstone a fee, a fee for steering assets to them, you know what I mean? So, yeah. But Blackstone BA is one that I like. So check it out. Look at it. If you like it, buy it. If you don't like it, obviously don't buy it. What's again, the... Uh, I do own, it. I do own what, it. And What's the ticker? BX. BX. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Y'all heard that, people. Uh, A1 Capital in the building. Appreciate you, Eddie Chenea. Appreciate you all, man. It's a pleasure as always, brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm Eric T. Jackson, guys. Thank you for hanging in there with us. Uh, It's late. Let's get out of here. Until next show, man. Get money. You're all ready. All the time. All All the time, baby. All right, baby.